0: Inflation data here in Australia has just dropped. And to be honest, it's quite surprising because expectations are about here and it actually landed about here. Now, in this case, bad news is good news, but I'm gonna go through exactly what this means and how this could influence the RBA's decision next week when they meet for the next rate hike or pause. If you're interested in my thoughts, definitely keep watching. Hey guys, my name's Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency, and financial freedom. Now, if you are after more daily content, a few memes about finance and how we're all screwed, then definitely go follow me on Instagram. I'll leave a link in the description below, or you can just search up Personal Finance with Ravi. Now, word of warning across all social media, if you're having anyone remotely use my details and come up to you and say, hey, how's trading going? Or you should invest with me, then definitely know it's a scam. I will never DM you. In fact, I don't even DM my best friend I'm not sure what that says about me but the most important thing is I want you to stay safe so do not ever pay anyone any money and these scams are getting more sophisticated so again you can try and report them but they just go ahead and create new profiles so just beware. Australia's monthly inflation rate retreated in May easing fears the Reserve Bank will hoist its key interest rate again in next Tuesday's board meeting. The headline consumer price index increase last month was 5.6 percent the lowest since April 2022. The ABS said on Wednesday economy economists expected the measure to drop from April 6.8% level to 6.1%. So expectations were about 6.1%, it's actually come in at 5.6%. So again here, bad news is actually good news. What I mean by that is inflation is starting to fall a lot faster than some are expecting it to. Now when you see this graph here, it almost looks like it's now starting to turn over. And this is what we've been expecting for the last couple of months, although they have gone and increased rates a lot quicker and a lot higher than even I expected. But I'm not alone in this when economists came out every Every single month, also predicting that we may see the interest rates not hike above 4%. Now that we're above 4% and we've started to see inflation drop at the levels they have, does this mean the RBA will pause next week at the next meeting? Let's dive deeper in order to understand what they might be thinking. While prices have kept rising for most goods and services, many increases were smaller than we've seen in recent months, the ABS head of price statistics, Michelle Marquade, said. Housing costs were among the biggest contributors to the monthly CPI numbers, rising 8.4%, but it's still down from April 8.9%, and rents up 6.3% in May from a year earlier compared to 6.1% in April. Although rents are still increasing, we're starting to see that monthly CPI on housing costs starting to decrease. Now, here we have the kook who's a very famous uh, economist here in Australia, a very controversial one. You should definitely follow him on Twitter, but he says inflation is freefall confirmed. Annual inflation 5.6% in year to May down at whopping 2.8 points since December 2022. In the first five months of 2023, inflation is 1.2%. Effectively, per month. At an annualized rate, that would be under 3%. Target hit. RBA has made a horrible error with recent hikes. What he's suggesting here is that they have over-tightened. All the indicators were already pressing, saying that, yes, the economy is slowing and we're going to enter a technical recession per capita as of the next quarter, but we need to stop increasing rates and just pause, wait for the economy to actually adjust to the new rate hikes before making any decision post that. But instead, what the RBA did was they ended up increasing. Now, could we see another case where they increase again. Now gut feel is that they shouldn't, but they probably will. And the reason I say that is because they are looking for that unemployment number to start rising. They effectively want people to lose jobs, so people like yourself watching, to lose jobs so the economy can slow down. And that's more so because people out there right now, although can't afford to pay their home bills, are still going out to cafes and restaurants and going and buying Taylor Swift tickets. Now I get it, Taylor Swift is awesome, but the majority of people cannot afford to actually go to a concert and that just fuels fire to the RBA going, mm Oh, so you're saying that most people in Australia are struggling, yet they can afford tickets to a concert over hundred bucks. Okay. We'll hike again. And that honestly is how I think they're thinking. They're saying, well, unemployment's still low. We have a bunch of migrants coming in. Yes, I understand rents are up, but we need to drain all the funds that have been sitting in people's bank account during the pandemic. You see, during the pandemic, our costs as individuals actually went down because you weren't actually going out and say traveling. You weren't going to cafes and restaurants. Sure. You were getting the Uber Eats coming back at home and yes you had subscribed to Netflix and a bunch of other streaming services but those costs were significantly lower when you add to the fact that visitors weren't coming to the country like migrants and also tourists you then had a downward pressure on the entire economy so it was quite slow and during that time people started racking up their savings now what we're seeing is savings down at record lows we've got Australia's consumer confidence down in the toilet and so is business confidence when you put all of these things together on a macro front the RBA could go either way if they said we're gonna pause they'll have enough reasons to actually pause, if they go and increase rates, there would probably be enough reasons for that to also occur. When you look at these monthly CPI numbers, they're quite volatile. So each month they're different, but the headline inflation is still quite high at about 6%. So the argument is that if we haven't reached our target band of two to 3%, then technically we need to keep hiking rates. But we also know that the economy has already started to slow down. So if you continue to hike rates up, you might find yourself in a free fall situation where we go from inflation to deflation very quickly. Now, although most times policy politicians and the RBA don't want that to happen. In this case, it's almost like we need a recession to get rid of all the inflation in the system. Another thing to note is that although we have slowing inflation, that's not deflation, that's disinflation. So effectively, the rate of inflation is reducing every month. That doesn't mean that we've suddenly gone into an economy where it's starting to shrink. It just means that the pace at which it's growing is a lot slower. Eventually, we're going to get that disinflation to get to a point where we enter deflationary periods. And that's where you're going to start seeing the number as minus 1% or minus 0.5%. And you have two quarters like that. So two quarters of negative growth. And that is when you have a recession in the country. What's interesting to see is through our buyers agency, we obviously get to speak to a lot of investors, some who've never bought property before, and some who have a sizable portfolio. And what we're seeing is the trend in the last three months has been increasing month on month. We're starting to see a lot more activity. And although the borrowing capacities have reduced, people are still able to go and buy. Now they were able to buy 12 months ago, but the reason they're buying now is because they feel like interest rates are pretty much at their peak, and the rents are starting to increase as all of those leases from last year are now renewing. And when they're renewing, they're renewing at the market rate, and that could be in some cases 60 to 100 dollars higher than what they were last year. So if you buy a property now and it's negative cash flow by about 5,000 dollars, if your rents were to increase in the next 12 months, and it could increase by 100 dollars, which means you've completely offset any of that negative cash flow that you would experience. I'm going to chuck it over to you guys because honestly, at this point, I have no idea what the RBA is thinking, so it's anybody's guess. In the comments down below, let me know what you think they're going to do. Is it a rate hike or is it a pause? Let me know in the comments down below and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks guys.